to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kaylin McCain. It's the week of December 4th, 2021. Our local stories this week feature the new public health director, the Washington City Administrator Search, and Forbes 30 Under 30. But first, a look at the big picture. The world reacted to the newly discovered Omicron coronavirus variant this week. Henry County Public Health Director Shelley Van Doren said there was little information to work with. You know, it's ever-changing. That's frustrating as a public health official and as um, also uh, the public. But, you know, we can't tell people what we don't know. Like we've done through this whole pandemic, we wait until we get the information and then we're usually ready to go. Jefferson County and interim Washington County Public Health Director Chris Estel said most recommendations for the public were largely the same. Mitigation, you know, vaccinations, testing, staying home when you're sick, all of those things remain in place. The, the thing that we're watching is the travel guidance. So if someone has traveled to the countries that have been identified, um, that the CDC will notify local public health departments and then local public health departments are responsible to do the follow-up with those individuals arriving in those said counties or jurisdictions. Despite the lack of information, Estel said those best practices were standard procedure. These precautions are the same with any respiratory illness, and I cannot stress that enough, whether it's influenza, RSV, just a common cold. We need to take precautions, and if you are immunocompromised in some capacity, you really need to take extra precautions with your own health. Estel also warned of a likely holiday surge from the Omicron variant or otherwise. We will see another spike uh, after this Thanksgiving holiday, and then we'll see another spike after the Christmas holiday. I mean, it's a given when everybody's around, kids coming home, international travel, uh, coming home from college, you're just going to see an increase in respiratory illness. That's the big picture. We'll be back with the local news right after the break. Washington County's new public health director, Emily Tokheim, started at the position this week. Tokheim said her first days with the county were spent getting her bearings. Well, you know, my first few days have really been um, learning about kind of the details of the um, programs that we have here in Washington County Public Health, um, learning all the staff, what they do, what, you know, kind of their job descriptions, but also, um, you know, just there's so much that I can learn on paper and hearing it from the staff themselves, hearing what they do, hearing um, kind of their daily schedules, learning about the different vaccination clinics and the different um, dental screenings that we do and, you know, really getting to learn from that staff. Um, and so that's been a huge component of my first few days. While that's kept her out of the action, Tokheim said she was glad to have a transition period. I'm the kind of person I like to process things. I like to, you know, learn them first, have a moment to process them, and then get hands-on. So this has been, um, you know, just a perfect um, kind of introductory, introductory week. Uh, and again, having the support system that I do within this agency um, has been very beneficial for me to do that. They've all kind of, they understand that that's how I work best, that's how I learn best, and that's how I'd like to move forward. It's been a very efficient process so far. Overall, the new director said she was off to a great start. Yes, it's been a wonderful first few days. Yeah, there's, like I mentioned, there's, I've learned a lot of information, but um, it's been all good information. I, you know, I, I really, of course, enjoy learning about public health, and there's only so much I can learn in school. So being able to be here hands-on and, you know, really get into all the details of of what we do here in this organization. It's been wonderful. 
Washington announced the name of its likely next city administrator in a public document Friday night. Deanna McCusker, currently the city administrator of Cascade, Iowa, said she had many skills relevant to the community. Um, I know they're going to be talking, you know, adding an aquatic center um, by the Y, and we just opened a new aquatic center last year. So I definitely have experience with that. Um, I know they're working on some big projects in their downtown, and I have a lot of experience with those and TIF and uh, writing grants. The change is a big one. Cascade had a population of 2,400 people compared to Washington's roughly 7,400. Still, McCusker said she had the right tools for the job. I was kind of looking to move to um, make a transition to a larger community and Washington's position came open. I, I like a challenge and I'm ready for something new. Well, McCusker's hire is not yet set in stone, Mayor Jaron Rosine said it was very likely in an interview before her name was announced. Well, it would all depend on council approval. That shouldn't be an issue either because council is who deliberated and directed our consultant to negotiate on the city's behalf with our future administrator. A Washington County man was named in the Forbes 30 under 30 list this week. Brighton resident and Continuum Ag founder Mitchell Hora said his nomination to the social impact category was an honor. Yeah, I'm very surprised and honored and humbled. Um, to be picked and um, to represent my company and my generation and uh, my family and where I come from. While he was excited by the nomination, Horace said it came as a surprise. No idea who nominated me. I need to find out though and thank him. I'm assuming through uh, through some of the startup um, programs that I'm involved in, and I'm assuming it's through some of them, but I am not. Horace said he hoped the achievement would help further his push for sustainable agriculture. My main impact that I wanted to really drive is a revitalized family farm in rural community. Agriculture has one of the highest suicide rates of any industry. And a key thing that we want to bring is a message of hope and opportunity for family farms through regenerative ag, sustainability, a brighter future. And of course that ends up, you know, that ends up, you know, improving, you know, sequestering carbon, improving water quality, improving, you know, feeding the world better. Like there's a lot of great things there, but to me, I I like to just start with that. That's the local news. We'll be back with the best news I've heard all week right after this. news I've heard all week. The Washington First Assembly Church plans to host its free Christmas Day meal again this year. Church Secretary Connie Emery said the group planned to feed 400 people in need. It reaches the, the disabled, the elderly, the handicapped, the unfortunate, the homeless. Um, last year we served 350 people and um, this year we're expected 400. The community um, helps provide the meal and we host it. So it's a uh, you know, it's, it's a whole community coming together to meet the needs of the community. Pastor David Watson said the church was happy to serve the community. We have several people that come in, and uh, this is their Christmas dinner. And they will come in, and they will uh, bring, uh, you know, another person with them, or they'll sit and they'll fellowship with each other. 
uh, and just uh, make Christmas special the way it should be. You know, for for us, it's really doing what Christ would do, which would be if there's anybody that's hungry, feed them. You know, and if anybody's needy, give them something, and uh, to show them Christ's love just where they are. Because uh, it doesn't matter if they attend church here. It doesn't matter uh, what their history is, what their story is. We don't care. We we just want to serve people. And we want to love people. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is copyrighted property of the Southeast Iowa Union, which is owned by Gazette Communications Incorporated, a Foliance company. If you want us to read an ad or a message for you during the break, give our office a call. The number is 319-653-2191. Another way you can support the show is by sharing it with a friend and subscribing to it wherever you get your podcasts. Also, if you didn't hear the announcement, this podcast is now hosted by Captivate, which has made it available on more platforms. If you prefer to listen on Amazon Music, Deezer, or Podcast Addict, you should be able to find us there starting this week. That's all for now. This has been the Washington Weekly Review. I have been Kaylin McCain. Have a great week.